0: hello and welcome back to listen to this a podcast about music for music and everything in between i'm danny
1: and i'm alex
0: and today we're talking about the randomly saved songs that we found in our like libraries and we don't understand exactly why we kept them but we did
1: almost all of mine have a similar story a similar similar reason for being on there yeah and it, it It'll, it'll make sense come, come later.
0: <laughs> I think, too, just because we're both, like, music hoarders, as soon as we find anything that kind of just, like, ooh, like, we save it, and then mm-hmm. we listen to it, and we're like, what the... F- why? What state of mind was it in that I was like, gotta have. Like, we're smog, and... Music is our gold. We're just like, S- oh my god, I've had too much sugar already. So as she's
1: cracking open her Mountain Dew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I live off Mountain Dew. Let's be honest here. Hey, you have one too. Ugh, diet. <laughs> That's about as bad as the disgusting. diet.
1: That's
0: about as bad as zero sugar. That just does not taste right.
1: I. I am not savvy enough with soda, so like Mountain Dew doesn't really like like I. I if you ask me, what does Mountain Dew taste like? I wouldn't be able to tell you. That's fair. So if I having like 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 I've had it before and I know it's it's fine, I like it, but I I don't I don't know the difference between that and this because I don't I never have them back to back, and I just have so many of these at work that I'm just I have like a bottle a day, slowly whittling them down and getting them out of my fridge.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's me at work too.
1: Thankfully, I have an employee (laughs) who has a dependency on caffeine and drinks like four of them a day, so he's really helping me get through my stock.
0: That would be me in that equation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anywho, uh well what 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 made you say the sugar comment what made me hate you again
0: (laughs) Uh. Uh, that's a long list (laughs) you gotta be specific here buddy
1: okay in any case yeah no i uh you know no i'm gonna save all all of it for later danny what have you been listening to (laughs)
0: um okay so i found this on it i've been on instagram too much and I blame myself but I did find a band on there um they're called Loveless and they do they have original music but they get popular on the platform because they cover songs and one of them was Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever and it's so good and then they finally kind of started releasing a few of them on Spotify so that's what I've been listening to um Cotton Candy from Young Blood that is not new but uh, it's just I don't know something about it is just summery vibes like summer around or er, summer cruising around sort of vibe and i really really like it plus i have a young blood story coming up so buckle up buttercups um kill v mame from grimes i only heard one grime song and it wasn't even her song it was bring me the horizons with nihilist blues and then one of my friends uh was driving me around and I heard the another Grimes song and I was like, okay, maybe I do like her. I don't know. But I found this at a concert and I was like, I don't know, something about it. I'm just like, let's go. It's such a good, it's such a weird slash good song. Um, And then Drugs by Upsall featuring Black Bear.
1: Wow. <laughs> I know. Black Bear's for, featured in something? What? <laughs> for
0: real. And a song about drugs, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly
0: gotta love it
1: by that same same token i was gonna say grimes is someone who i there's a pretty good chance i'll like a song that she's featured in but Mm -hmm. her solo stuff does not impress me at
0: all it's kind of all over the place and i feel like that's why i can't really say i'm a huge grimes fan Mm -hmm. but like some of the songs I really, really like. Like it's either love it or hate it.
1: Yeah, there's no in between.
0: There's no in between. now. It kind of reminds me of Poppy a little bit.
1: So ironically enough, I was gonna say the two Grimes, two songs that feature Grimes that I actually really enjoy. One of them is by uh, Bleachers, Jack Antonoff's mm-hmm. thing. She's in his song. Uh, uh, take, take. Take
0: on me? No, I'm kidding. I'm the, kidding.
1: <laughs> uh, take me away. And then the other song I like by her is a Poppy song. She's featured in the play oh, Destroy. Really? Where it goes from like really pop music all of a sudden, like heavy metal tone.
0: I think, too, that's why I like Kill V Main, because it's like bubblegum pop in the beginning, and then it kind of, the chorus is a little bit harder, and there's just something about it. I just, Mm -hmm. I like, I could listen to that on repeat at least five times and still be like enthralled with it. I don't know what it is.
1: Uh, You mentioned Loveless. I've seen the lead singer on TikTok a lot doing Mm -hmm. covers or like explaining his vocal riffs and stuff. And I've always been like, oh, damn, this is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But for some reason, I've never actually looked into the band. I just watched his videos, little snippets, then just move on. Yeah, I I guess there wasn't enough to fully.
0: I haven't listened to any of their original stuff yet, but I do. Now that I found them on Spotify, I have them saved to go through. Hmm. So I'm kind of excited because I do like his vocals a lot. And he does really good with the covers, so for that's sure. why I'm just sure. like I'm very interested.
1: You might be opening Pandora's box. Oh, but definitely. <laughs> um, so for me, I've been uh, I'm I'm gonna be going all over the place here. Uh, there are there's a pop group, a a a, a trio, three girls. Um. The the one song I'm about to talk about is a very darker pop song, like. Thematically and sound wise. I'm not sure if all their songs are like it. This is the only song I know by them. They're called Not the Main Characters. And it's a song Bev Hills or Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And it's a very much like a, like an underground pop song. Like like the chorus ends with, I wanna die in Beverly Hills. It's like very like 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 minimalistic pop beats kind of yeah. stuff. And it's it's there's something so like I I don't I hate to use the term, but I can't think of anything beyond saying like edgy, like quietly edgy about it. Yeah. I'm kinda like all right. Yeah, I can I can party with this. That's that's <laughs> something. It it, so, it sounds like it would be, be the soundtrack to uh uh the pills you took at a at a Hollywood party kicking in, then all of a sudden that song starts playing in 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 your head kind of thing.
0: Oh, I like <laughs> yeah. that though.
1: Um there's a Philly uh rap rapper rap group rap Collective, I I don't really know (laughs) because I thought it was one guy, but then there's like two of them on the cover, and it's features a third person, and I'm not sure if this third person is actually part of it. Five Star, Five Star is is the name, and they have a song called "Come On," and it's a very industrial rap thing, like but like a modern day rap thing that Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily going for masterful lyricism, but it's I I, I can get pumped to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar? I think we may have talked about her, Sadie Jean. What are you doing now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I I never had any, any issues with the song. I saw a bunch of the open verse challenge people, concluding. but the one that actually got me to download the song, and I it it's it's whatever. It was Lil Yachty doing an open verse challenge, and. <laughs> I actually like it. His, his his overly auto-tuned falsetto vocals actually yeah. worked well for... I mean, he only said, like, maybe 15 words or something. I mean, it wasn't a very long thing, but it was a very... In my opinion, it was a very, very nice addition to the song, and I like it enough to, to download that. That's funny. The other thing, the other big thing is I went to a concert on Monday at Turner Hall. Yeah, Turner Hall. No. Yeah, final mm-hmm. answer. Um we saw it. Uh, I've mentioned her name a couple of times, uh, Caroline Polachek. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know that because I uh, I had to do a calendar of events for what's going on around uh, the bar I work at, mm-hmm. and I remember writing that down. I'm like, this sounds interesting. I thought it. I didn't know exactly what it was, but like.
1: Are Are you familiar with Aurora? Yes. I I think Caroline Polachek and Aurora are so uh, stylistically similar, like me yeah. like, musically speaking. I like Caroline more, but I'm just more biased because I know her music more. I guess. Yeah, which is fair. Um, and, and she she did a great job. Like, given how like both Aurora and Caroline do what I characterize as the cranberry vocals. Yeah. And they all of a sudden will be singing, then all of a sudden go up into a falsetto like flawlessly, and it's like, damn, okay. And she nailed it live. Like it was it was remarkable. It was incredible. Was like, holy shit, this isn't just like, you know, she does five takes in the studio to, to get it right. No, she can just do it right. She right just belted out. And. Uh, she actually mis make messed up her lyrics at one point, and the band stopped the song because someone held up a a, a sign that was so beautifully well done. She got distracted while singing, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, everyone, I messed up the lyrics." Can you can you turn around and show me when you're sighing? It's beautiful. <laughs> so it wasn't even like annoying or anything. It was like it was like charming. Yeah, that is kind
0: of cute.
1: Um, but her opener was someone I had never heard of before, but was impressed by live and was a little bit. I don't want to say let down this kind of like eh, when, I, when, I, when i went back to her studio recordings mm-hmm. her name is lolo zawai she's french based um but she lives in the u.s she, she's french born but she lives in the u.s she's actually written songs on uh like award-winning albums uh not anyone like big or mainstream but like like best hip-hop album of the year yeah. and best pop whatever in europe um She, she live, she was a blast. Like it was incredible. Um, all she had was herself, a drummer and then a bassist slash keyboardist, like depending on the song, she would, she would change her instrument and it was all, it was all really good. But then going and like looking at her songs, like the studio recordings that I would go find on YouTube, uh. It was all like eight oh eights and like like hip hop stuff, which was still fine. Yeah. But because I'm 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 a rock guy, hearing the rock instrumentals, I'm like hell yeah, this is pretty rad. And then it kind of like okay, she's a, she's a she's a pop star. <laughs> um, but her song highs highs to low lows is is pretty pretty damn good. I was a fan. I I again better but better with actual rock drums as opposed to an eight oh eight. But yeah, it, it's 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 still a very good song, and she is she is very talented. It was, and actually, it was her birthday two days before the concert.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she, she didn't even bring it up at all, but when I was looking it up afterwards, I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Because she looks like she's one of those girls who looks like she's 19 and yeah. she's 27. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, I I, actually, I also want to say the reason I brought up the whole French born thing is because in Highs, Highs to Lolos, it's primarily in English, but she occasionally throws in French lyrics and German lyrics.
0: Oh, that's like she's, awesome. She, she, she,
1: she's multilingual, uh, poly, polyglot. <laughs>
0: That's I excellent. like when like artists do that, though, where they kind of just throw in a little bit of something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just even if you don't focus on the lyrics, like you can still appreciate the melody because it just adds something a little more yeah. to it.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: All right. So quick speaking of concerts, this is our quick blurb before we get into the show. Yeah. So I've seen two concerts so far. Uh, one was K-Flay and the other was Youngblood. Uh, for K-Flay, that one was in the basement of the rave, I think. and uh, a lot of people showed up for it. like not I was impressed because there was a snowstorm happening. <laughs> That's why I'm impressed a lot of people showed up. What day was it? Uh, it was a Thursday, like oh, okay. two weeks ago.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this, but I highly recommend people go look this up uh one of her openers was coruk i'm pretty sure c-o-r-o-o-k yeah i would assume yeah it was hard to tell because the banner for it was like different symbols and for the letters so i was just guessing what i was writing yeah um she was a youtube kind of uh artist for a while and then found her and was like hey i really want you to come on tour with me so she did And she's like, I only have like three songs, but we're going to do our best. And honestly, she was so much fun to watch. It was ridiculous. Like she was just having fun on stage. And you can kind of tell that she's still working out her stage presence. Mm -hmm. But like. Between her interacting with the band and then her interacting with the crowd, it was just so much fun to watch. I could watch a whole set of her doing that. Yeah. It was so funny.
1: Was this her first tour? Like ever? Mm -hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah.
0: And a lot of it is, a lot of her songs are kind of like quirky and funny and not really meant to be taken seriously, even though like, uh, because there's one whole song about snakes and how she hates snakes. And then there's another song where uh, she was kind of having like a midlife crisis where she's like, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to, I think it was Berkeley, that music school. In In California? I think so. And like how she moved to New York, because that was, you know, what artists do. And she was just like, and I'm still in debt. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, I feel that so much. (laughs) like.
1: I just pulled up her website. Oh, so first yeah. of all, it, make, it makes your mouse go giant. That's cool. And the first thing I see is a pop-up, a fake pop-up on this old Mac 2 that says, um, I'm about 50 grand in debt. Anybody want feet pics?
0: <laughs> and that's just, yeah. that's just her style. Like, I was taking notes during the concert, and I literally put pastel pop version of Bones UK. And she also did a quick little cover of When We Were Young by The Killers. And like that got the crowd like super pumped all of a sudden because like everyone was just kind of having fun with her music. But then she started that and everybody like zoned in and was like, let's go. We actually know that one. Let's see what she does. So funny. And then there was uh, Upsell, which I uh, talked about with their song Drugs with Black Bear. Mm -hmm. Fun to watch. It was just her, the bassist, and a drummer. And a lot of her songs are, I call them like edgy college core because a lot of it is just like showing up to a house party and just like just doing it like partying and going out with friends just to like party not really for the experience or anything but to like go out and like get drunk even though you hate everybody who's at the party with you sort of deal Hmm. (laughs) that's like 99 percent of her songs one of the she opened with uh people i don't like i enjoy that one i'm not gonna lie that one's good uh drugs what's the other one i'm thinking of uh sad sorry after party i don't know the whole melody to everything is just so good like even if you don't like the lyrics like it's music you listen to when you're walking down the street and next thing you know you're pretend you're like a victoria's secret sort of model like that kind of music
1: don't get me started with how often i pretend (laughs) i'm not a victoria's secret model i know
0: that's (laughs) your favorite pastime but then leading up to kay flay I went only knowing a few of her songs, like one was Blood in the Cut, Uh, one was uh, Bad Memories, and then there was like one other song that's super, oh, High Enough. So I wasn't really quite sure what I was walking into, and I know I saw her at Summerfest, but I only saw half of her set, Mm -hmm. and it was like, it was just a show, so that's kind of what I was expecting, but she launched into a story about um, kind of her life growing up and kind of wanting control over things and kind of like ocd sort of tendencies where if i can control myself and control my environment then everything's gonna be fine and like leading into like having drug problems and stuff like that because she's realizing you can't control the world around you you like even if you control yourself things still aren't gonna go and like leading into like how music has helped her and how uh she realized that if she can't control the world around her she can control the music she gets to make and stuff like that and it was a super interesting story and Mm. it was like broken up into like acts almost because there was uh three songs in her beginning and then there was like two more songs and in the middle and like four songs and then the end and i think she ended on blood in the cut but it was so much fun to watch like her energy is literally insane yeah like she can she dances like lord (laughs) like that's the best way like just kind of like I don't know how lord dances everyone was making fun of it just because she just you get so into the music that there's not really a rhythm to your movement you're, just, kind of you're just yeah you're just like getting like you hit have that bass line and you're rolling with that even though that doesn't follow the rest of the melody okay and i loved it i thought it was so much fun to watch and then uh we uh my friend and i mal our uh old guest yeah I to
1: say. by this point the audience knows Mal. yeah
0: everyone knows mal um her and i went to go see young blood because palais royale was traveling with them and we had to see them again and they were in uh the rave or the eagles ballroom this time so seeing them on a bigger stage was really fun but i kind of missed seeing them on like the small rave stage because like it just like everybody was there to party and this one it was harder to control everybody trying to like party no one really wanted to dance so it made it awkward but all the girls kept like squishing us to get closer Mm -hmm. and i'm like look remington's not coming over here like give it up give it up girl
1: stage remember stage go on
0: (laughs) and um so they had pouty face another like that was their opener another kind of college (sighs) core like, Freshly 18 sort of content where she's just like, I hate my neighbor. I got drunk last night. I, we blacked out. And I was like... <gasps>
1: Probably one of her first tours. Maybe, Probably. Maybe not the, the first one, but one of them. Yeah.
0: She was interesting to watch on stage, though. So that was fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then Palais, of course. They didn't play a lot of their new music. They played, like, uh, Hang On To Yourself and... Uh, what was another one of their new ones? I don't think they really played a lot of their new ones. Like, they played, like, the, pretty much the same set we saw before, which Ooh. is fair because I know two of them were injured, Sebastian and Remington, both, like, fucked up their foot.
1: Mm. So they weren't as lively on stage? Yeah,
0: like Sebastian I... was, but you could tell which foot it was because he kept picking that up as he would spin around. And I was like, that's got to hurt, man. I felt so bad for them.
1: And Rev, Rev- Remington's the lead singer, right? Mm-hmm. So I-, 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 I always just assumed he was a very animated person on stage and, you know, in perfect health.
0: Yeah, he was doing his best for sure. But then I like they added on two other people, another guitarist or bassist. And then I don't know what the other guy was. And then they had uh, like an organ keyboardist sort of person. So there was a lot more going on on stage. But I was just like, I don't know. I kind of missed the old kind of palais almost. But I mean, they got a bigger stage to play on. And they got a lot of recognition. And a lot of people are there to see them. So that was really cool. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's proof that
0: they're growing in (laughs) popularity. Yeah, exactly. And then Youngblood was so much fun to watch. He is such a sweet, sweet person. Uh, Mal and I got to meet him for the uh, meet and greet prior to the show. And I was literally geeking out the whole time. So, like, if you guys see me on Facebook, there's probably, like, two pictures of me geeking the fuck out. Um, And then (laughs) his set was, like, really fun. But I guess he, like, hurt his back either during that set or the next like the following couple of days because all of a sudden he was like getting an mri and stuff like that because he like really fucked up his back somehow and i'm like what is with this tour like everybody on this tour is getting hurt one by one like good thing it ended like a week ago or yeah, someone else yeah. would be injured
1: <laughs> there would be there, someone would be dead by now okay.
0: yeah for real
1: i i i, I... Yeah, I, I I can't help but feel guilty when you say what an awesome guy he is because I know back in like season one we were talking about it. I've t- I've mentioned how I've not I've never been impressed by anything Youngblood's done. And yeah. it's Like, God, now I feel like it's a personal attack because <laughs> obviously it was just a meet and greet. We're not like hanging out with him, but like now that you've met him, I'm like he isn't just a singer anymore. He's he's a re- 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 real person in my head, and shit, yeah. he's a nice guy. And here I'm just, just spewing shit a year ago. <laughs> Fucking
0: <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no, he was, like, he was really down to earth, and during the whole, like, Q&A, he was just talking, because a lot of them were talking about, you know, when you first started, you were kind of, like, this underground, like, UK rap sort of pop person, and now you've kind of grown to, like, your message being love and acceptance, like, regardless Mm -hmm. of, like, whatever, and he was just like, yeah, there was just a long period in my life where I just didn't like looking at myself in the mirror, and I just would feel so much hate towards just everything and he goes eventually you have to like be like i can't be this way anymore and he goes if i can at least make someone happy about who they are and like be proud of how far they come then he goes maybe that can help someone else kind of turn around and stop hating themselves in the mirror too and i was like oh my god my heart Mm and then he went into screaming so or whatever yeah. song it was so i was just like you know what this is great this is exactly yeah. what i was expecting yeah. and i really liked it a good message there yeah i was like i should wear my halsey shirt yeah. <laughs> huh.
1: uh going going back to what uh, going back to uh what you were saying about uh being on like like a, like a uh t- how did you characterize it a smaller stage or like like a because you said they were in the basement, right? Or was that the K-Flight concert? Uh,
0: when Peli Royale first played, when Mal and I first yeah. saw them, they played in the Rave, the, the bar. Rave
1: okay. Yeah, right. so
0: it was like a way smaller stage. And it was pretty much just we packed the bar. And that was a lot of fun because we were all just like, everybody was dancing and moving. And like this one, it was just so much room. And I think they wanted to kind of incorporate people more and like do like circle pits and stuff. hmm but nobody knew what they were trying to do. So they'd be like, oh, do a circle, do a circle. And everyone would just make a circle. And that was it. I was just like, move, oh, guys. Amateurs, I'm like, oh, amateurs. These amateurs. oh, my God. But with it, every time the circle would start, it was always, like, too far for Mal and I to get there. So I'm like, we <laughs> can't start this. I yeah. can't get over it. I was so mad. I'm like, come on, guys. Come on.
1: Um, I... I- after the Caroline the Caroline Polachek concert we were talking about kind of that same thing. because um, so Caroline is Caroline and, and Lolo are both on tour currently with Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, Lolo's first opener, then Caroline, then 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 Dua herself. Um, and then there's they've just occasionally been doing like branching off and doing just the two of them shows. Well, Dua Lipa's probably busy with a billion other things. Yeah. Um but so while being on like on this tour One of Caroline's solo shows, like like where she was the headliner, she sold out Madison Square Garden, like it was it was a big deal. Yeah. And uh, then at Turner Hall, it was maybe half full, and like and and I mean I think like that's just a testament to that style of music is bigger is more popular in a cultural hub. I mean Milwaukee's not 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 bad. I'm not not half bad with that, but I mean it's not gonna compare to the the diversity of New York. You know. Yeah. Um. But even even she but even she made the comment if she like she said she really missed having the smaller more personal concerts because when you're playing Madison Square Garden you have to keep the energy going and whatever but at a smaller show she can play her slower songs her sadder yeah. songs and like you know the phones come out and everyone's waving them and stuff like that yeah. like, that doesn't really happen at Giant I mean unless you're Taylor Swift it's not gonna happen because you have to like you have to make your show worth it if you sell out Madison Square Garden you have to give everyone an, a a, a unforgettable experience kind of thing. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. Uh it makes me really regretful for not having seen a bunch of the musicians I like while they were still small and low. And the two examples I have, one and they're they're totally different, but one is Dermot Kennedy. Ooh, I yeah. think even if I had gone to that show that I missed three years ago, it still would have been pretty damn big. I mean not not where he is now. Like nowadays He's above Megan the Stallion in the headliner list. Like, yeah. like he's 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 really really big now. Um, but I wish I could have seen like a smaller concert, like a like a bar concert kind of thing. Um, and then the other one is okay, we've gotten totally different. Is a hundred Gex. Like <laughs> now now they're giant and like they like if they do tour, it's gonna be a big deal. But back when they were in Madison and just played the Sylvie, like yeah. like
0: like,
1: like I, I wish I could have been at a, at a show like that. Like when they were when when it was still a much more. For lack of a better term, intimate concert experience with yeah. these people. Like as as they get bigger, some some kind of charm almost gets lost as well.
0: Yeah, I agree with that because that's what my biggest regret is not seeing Halsey when I went to like the 2015 Warp tour because she came to she was in Milwaukee she was playing at the rave and I was so tempted just to go. Still, like even throughout the entire day at Warp, just. pop in because they ended at like what eight so that means we'd have to just duck out by seven and get to the rave i'm like that would have been fine yeah easy yeah but i chickened down i was like no that'll be a long day and like that is my biggest regret is not going to see her because now it's all going to be like summer fest and stadiums things and i'm just like and like one Halsey.
1: And stadium shows don't like I, I I I can't say they never have, but at least nowadays they really don't don't appeal to me unless I can be like up front kind mm-hmm. of thing or like you know damn near up front. There's there's nothing really there for me anymore. Um like Riot Fest was available. you were just open, you were in, in Lincoln Park. It was giants like there were stages everywhere. Yeah. Um but like the biggest show I've been to aside from something like that is ironically Summerfest, a different festival, but it was Arctic Monkeys. I didn't and still really don't Care about Arctic Monkeys <laughs> at all? Like, like I, hey, cool. They have success. The lead singer has the same name as me. Neat. But I find their music kind of boring. So even though I was all the way in the back, like, 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 by the time we got to Arctic Monkeys, we were there like an hour early. Like all the bleacher seating was taken, and we were mm-hmm. we were part of the group standing in just the walkway to hear them. And I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I don't care about these guys this that much. Because if I had to stand back here for someone I was passionate about saying. Like that, yeah. I, that, That would like that would like that would ruin that not want to say ruin it, but it, it, would, it wouldn't be the same experience as yeah. if I was up close.
0: Take a little bit away from it. Yeah. But that's why too. Like then you have bands like A Day to Remember who played at Summerfest, and even though we were like. I think, Midway, They yeah. had people in the back that were just so pumped to see them that they started yeah. mosh pits, yeah. and security would try to shut down the mosh pits. But once they shut one down, another one would start on the other side. And, oh, my God, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen at Summerfest, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, you know, I guess, I, I, guess I, I it is very much just a personal taste thing. Other people, yeah, like you said, they're just happy to be there, honestly. And maybe I have to, I have to work on being more open-minded like that.
0: Well, I think, too, it just depends, like, if you enjoy the music or not, because a lot of the times it's just like, you know, if you don't really care about who you're seeing, but you can still appreciate their art, that's one thing. But if like you are passionate about it and you just will take whatever you can get from it, like especially at a place like Summerfest where yeah. it's just yeah. first come, first serve, and hope for the best.
1: Blink-182 used to sell out giant stadiums. Maybe they still even do. I am guess I haven't really been following as religiously since Tom left. Um, but then when I saw Angels and Airwaves opening for Cage the Elephant at the rave, like, the place was pretty damn full. Like, I think I, think I mentioned that a handful of times. The place was pretty full. Um... And even though I was pretty far back, I would say I was somewhere between middle and far back, mm-hmm. I, I still had an awesome time. And maybe maybe that's, like you were saying, if you're just a big enough fan, you're just happy to be there and experiencing the music no matter what, like, you'll, you'll take what you can get kind yeah. of thing. Huh, I don't know, I, I guess I have to, like, have to do some soul searching with that to figure out exactly <laughs> where I stand, but. Let's hit it. Okay, so the biggest thing for me as to why I have songs that I really just don't listen to ever and constantly will like skip in the shuffle yeah, is a bad habit that I got into from my brother years ago when he was in high school and I was in middle school. He was a a, a bit hipster, I guess, if you want to call it that. Because back at the time, you know, iTunes was big because it was even... See this is before Spotify. So like we would frequently ride our Stegosauruses to Best Buy and 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 my brother would buy CDs.
0: Not uh, CDs. It's, it, it's
1: true. It's true. I I I yeah. But so he would buy CDs for bands and I was like, "Oh, that's what that's what that's what the cool people are doing nowadays. I'll do that too." And I would like, you know, listen to a song and I uh, listen to a band and I would like one song and I'm like, "I should get this album." And then I would do it and then I would listen to the one song.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: And that's it. And that that, that that followed me up until I was like twenty years old. From like from like thirteen, from like twelve to thirteen till I was twenty. There there's a handful of albums I would buy. I mean, I would admittedly would buy. Nowadays I like CDs a lot, but I would do more like digital albums. Like like have you ever have you ever heard of the band Destine? Mm-mm. They covered uh uh Who sings down? Jay Sean?
0: Baby, are, are you down, 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 down?
1: down, down, down? Is, that, is that Jay Sean? I think so.
0: Maybe I'm not quite sure to be honest with Wait, you.
1: I have technology. Fuck, I have I have a Jay song, Jay Sean song, but it's not that. Uh, uh, let's all let's all pretend it's Jay Sean. Um, they covered his song, and they had the first song on their in their debut album was called "In My Arms," and I liked it. I'm like, I'm gonna get the whole album to this. Day, I could not tell you what another song sounds like on that album. Uh, I have, um, like, honestly, this 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 is still a habit I'm I'm kind of bad about because I have I have a lot of sewer person music. <laughs> I have a lot of it, but two of them are entire albums that I've listened to like four songs on. I just keep listening to those same four songs. I haven't yeah. branched out at all because, like, I'll I'll. Find a song I like and think, I like this so much. I have to get the whole album. But then the next, I, I listen, the way I listen to music, I'm, I think I may have mentioned before, I, get, I basically get one song stuck in my head at a, a day. Then I go to sleep and it resets and I find the next song. It well, resets. I, yeah. I I I, I get I like that one song so much, but then it resets and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for something different this next day. And then I just never go back to the album ever, except for the one song, you know, two weeks later when when, when I'm looking for that same song. So I've like, I've so, I have a handful of albums. Like, I bought the entirety of the Marshall Mathers LP two, Marshall Mathers two LP, Marshall Mathers LP two, whatever it is, the sequel to the Marshall Mathers LP, and I did it liking two songs. Now I have since, in the nine years since I bought it, I have I've I've found a handful of other songs I like, but it's still like, why did I do this in the first place? Like it was it was a senseless purchase to to go for the go wild. the reason I do it is because of bands like A Day to Remember and Chunk No Captain and Chunk and Owl City B- bands when I did like one song and bought the album but the the, the, the timing in my music taste was just right or my, my, my music listening process was just right because I'd be able to move on to the next one and like it that's how yeah. I that's why Common Courtesy is one of my favorite albums of all time because I, I, I started listening to it at just the right point of the day essentially and because I have success stories like that I'm still like I'm just going to get the whole thing and listen to the whole thing right away
0: I'm just going to do it yeah Yeah, no, I think my whole hoarding started with albums too because it would be the same sort of thing. Like, I'd find one song that I liked and I'd slowly like branch out, but it would take like, a month or two for me to start branching out into the other thing. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't know when they're going to release music next. So that way it's a, just a little little more gift. Everything's new to me if I just listen to it slowly. That's,
1: that's one way to go about it, I suppose. And
0: then I think it just kind of evolved where things like Shazam came out or, like, you could Google lyrics. So if I had to put – if I heard something in the background of a TV show and I was just like – yeah, I kind of like that. And then I put effort into finding it. Like, I always saved it. And then I find those songs again, like, when I'm going through my liked songs or whatever. And yeah. I'm just like, what is this? Why do I have this?
1: I've actually been doing something similar. I mean, obviously, I, I don't stream music, so I don't quite have that. But I'll, like... Because what I, what I used to do is I would hear a song and immediately... <laughs> totally not youtube to mp3 it, and 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 add it to my library but now like if i find that on tiktok or ifunny i'll i'll like the post but then like come back a day or two later and re it and see like do i still like this yeah because like I, just a handful of names like rena cahoon covered never forget you and it's a fine cover but i don't listen to it ironically enough that jay sean song i was talking about it's the ride It remix that was popular on tiktok and, and instagram reels i don't listen to it but yeah. and in the moment i was like i'm gonna get it now I want this yeah
0: yeah there's just a lot of weird although it was funny too so when i came up with this idea it was because of this one artist that i found i she does like a bunch of different songs but i only followed her for the one and it was uh devil and you by olivia lane
1: okay
0: i guess like i don't know what happened if she switched labels or what but like all of her old music that whole album is gone wiped from everything except for youtube because it's hard to wipe it from youtube but like it's gone and it's like moments like this where i'm like god i wish i did the stuff i used to before where i download it and keep it safe on a flash drive so i'd always have it forever because now i don't like now it's gone it's kind of like like that's why i used to get so much music is because i wanted to save it for things like this
1: for posterity
0: i'm just like what is this it made me so sad. What's another really? Oh my, my obsession. Weird. It wasn't really an obsession. I was a huge fan of Hoodie Allen freshman year of college because he played at Pantherfest, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know his music. So I like listened to like so much of it, and I loved it in college. And now I hear it, and I'm like. What? Why do I have this saved still? I
1: know I've heard like probably ten Hoodie Allen songs because my brother used to be really into them like back in high school. I could not tell you what his voice sounds like. I I have no idea.
0: It's just not good. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. It's just I don't know. It's nothing special, I guess. Yeah. Which?
1: Well, I mean, that, that's what I was saying, like with like Arctic Monkeys and stuff. Like, like I get, I get, I get what you mean
0: yeah like i feel bad but also too like
1: he's successful enough i don't i don't think i don't think the one person is like "Eh, is gonna hurt him much that's
0: fair yeah and i don't know i feel like it's just his music is good for a period of time in your life it's not good for like it doesn't doesn't stay with you yeah it doesn't stay with you it kind of like sticks a little bit like burrs but then after a while it just falls off and plants to someone else like burrs like burrs
1: uh, okay, I think I think I'm pretty sure I've I've bitched about this song before. If I haven't done it on the show, I've definitely done it to like everybody in my life. Uh, one song that I still have on my library because I watch me whip and Nene. I oh my god, no! Dislike that song, honestly, for just the hubris of how it begins. It is his first song, and he starts it off by yelling, "You already know who it is." no we don't silent O. we've never heard of you before what the hell and then your first song is just a dance song it worked for soldier boy and you know i know how i i know it worked for soldier boy because in your dance video you stole one of his dance moves i Uh,
0: love it oh my god
1: but I love the instrumentation, that chip tune beat that it has. And it's catchy enough to where when it's on, everyone will know at least one of the moves. Usually yeah. whipping, but it's like someone will know I mean, one or all of the dance moves. So it's so topical. And like I said, instrumentally catchy. I can't, I can't. It pains me, but I can't get rid of it. That's fair. I, I, I still ask why, because the answer isn't, isn't good enough for me, but it's still there.
0: One of my random ones. Uh, I don't know why I saved this, to be honest. Like, I don't mind Britney Spears, but some of her like newer stuff has just not been my favorite. But I saved Make Me by Britney Spears featuring g Easy, And every time that comes on, I'm just like, oh, I think I like No, no, skip. <laughs> like, every time it starts, and yeah. I was like, you yeah, know, I don't know. I'll try it's it again
1: just, next time.
0: It's just, I don't know. At first, I think I liked it just because it was Britney Spears, but it's, like, such a generic, like, R&B, like, baby-making sort of oh, really? melody yeah. that it's just, like, too generic. For sure. And there's nothing that her or g could do to... geezy. eazy <laughs> <G-Eazy laughs> to, like, help it along. Uh,
1: For me, it kind of... <sighs> I feel bad because I'm not a scholar on them, but from everything I know, this whole topic is very indicative of the band Snow Patrol for me. (laughs) Like, yeah, I have three of their songs, Chasing Cars. I mean, that one's fine, I guess, but I skip it all the time. Uh, I have the song You Could Be Happy, and that's because uh, I was reading fan fictions when I was like 17. When when did I get this song? (laughs) Oh no, I was 19. When I was 19, I was reading fan fictions, and a chapter came up, and the author was like, I wrote this chapter listening to this song, so you can do that too if you want to. If you want. So I downloaded the song, and I don't listen to it, really. And the song The Finish Line, because it played over the credits of a movie that was kind of okay, called The Nines. It has Ryan Reynolds. I guess that's neat. But I, I don't listen to Snow Patrol. I never yeah. do. So I don't know why I still have them. <laughs>
0: that's funny yeah i don't know snow patrol is like one of the songs that or one of the songs one of the groups that you listen to when you're in a specific mood kind of like kings of leon like sex okay. is on fire and what's the one they're super famous for you um, somebody yeah like they're great but also too i'm not always in the mood to listen to it so more times i end up skipping it than i actually do listening to it but yeah. i just can't i don't want to get rid of those either for
1: sure for sure
0: like uh come with me now from the congos that's like one it is the first song i saved on my spotify i don't think i've actually listened to that song since 2014
1: how does it go uh
0: i just know there's a head like it was used in a lot of commercials so i feel like once i start playing it you'll be like oh i know this because it's like it was super popular for a while seconds that i think i saved it for and then after that i was just like
1: you're vibing Aye. that that accordion
0: yeah i don't know something about it i'm a sucker for accordions and violins and pianos most of the time
1: you must love sea shanties <laughs> <laughs> Um, I swear to God. out of curiosity uh, taking the topic and and turning it on its head a little bit do you have any any bands that you have in there that all everybody else is like why do you have this like why is this here and Like, even yeah you listen to it maybe like uh, once or twice but you you you're still like oh i love that band i have one song or i love that song i listened to it five times
0: i think for most people well not most people but like for the genre that this band is in or group is in uh black magic by little mix I don't know why I saved it or why I have it. I don't even really listen to Little Mix. Okay. But, like, everyone I talk to loves this song. They're like, it's the better one of a lot of their discography. And I'm like, really? Are you sure?
1: <laughs> that doesn't say much.
0: Why? What's yours?
1: Uh, For me, it's the band That's Outrageous. I have no idea if they're still together. They're a band I found when I was... 19 <laughs> 19 year old Alex, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, but that was also when when I discovered the Smiths. Maybe you haven't heard of them, They're kind of underground, but um the band that's outrageous, they have a song called Obliviate, which I'm pretty sure is a Harry Potter spell to forget something. And honestly, the music, I I coined the term here, it's headache music. Like you listen to it and you get a you sh- you should get a headache. I never I never have, but I'm like I hear I hear it and I'm like this 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 should be upsetting me.
0: This should but be upsetting.
1: It's it's very like heavily produced with a bit of electronica hard rock screamo it's it's not it it isn't awful but it's a very distinct sound and then the chorus
0: you just turn on a blender
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but then the chorus is clean vocals and i I like the chorus a lot Mm -hmm. um and like like no one i have played the song obliviate for has been like okay yeah it's always like anyway so your pop punk music right like like you're into that right
0: <laughs> You have good taste right?
1: I can't guarantee that but
0: oh my God speaking of bad taste though time flies Hey like
1: I only know one of their songs.
0: What one do you know?
1: Uh, it's their cover of Bastille's Pompeii but then at, then in the middle of the bridge they, they they make it also a partial cover of sweater weather.
0: Oh, that I think I'd enjoy. Uh, I saved like a lot of... This is also like freshman year of college. So like very like period time. Like, yeah, it, yeah. You grew, you grow out of it really fast. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a, like, it's, a, it's a moment in time. The one I put down is Undressed Rehearsal, but there's like two other songs and... Uh, one that i kind of like called once in a while because it reminds me of christmas because it has the bells oh sleigh bells and yeah, yeah so I, was just, I mean not sleigh bells but it just has like those little bells in it so i was just like oh. yeah like this reminds me of christmas and they played it at the macy's uh thanksgiving day parade oh neat so i was just like oh yeah holiday season but other than that like the rest of their music i'm just like why do i have
1: this why is still? this still here like
0: every time i Every time it comes on and there's someone in the car with me, I'm, like, embarrassed. And that's saying something because, like, a lot of my music is all over the place. So, like, for that to happen, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. I have good taste. He's in Bring this, Me the this, Horizon this again. Indicative.
1: Yeah, there there, there, are, there are certain songs I have only for like the meme aspect. Like speaking of Britney Spears, like hers, the song she did with Will I Am, Screaming oh, Shouts.
0: yeah. The
1: only reason I have that is because Zach and I find it so funny when they go, You are now, now rocking with Will I Am and Britney, bitch. Like, we will say that to each other. I'll be, I'll be like, You're rocking with Will I Am, and he'll go, And Britney, bitch. Oh. <laughs>
0: God, that's like the best. Like, but like, I don't listen to this song
1: there. ever. I don't listen to this song ever. That
0: or uh, scream and shout.
1: Oh wait, is that? That's what I said.
0: Oh, that is the one. Then yeah. what's the one I'm thinking of? Because it's also very work, bitch.
1: Oh, work. Bitch. I get them yeah. confused because it's, it's Brittany, bitch. It's
0: basically the same thing. And yeah, it just drives I'm pretty me sure nuts. it is the
1: same sound bite that, that, that yeah. Will I Am just worked into his song because yeah. Work Bitch was first. I'm pretty sure.
0: It's just like, oh God, just fuck. <laughs> it's like i don't know one of those songs that you're just like okay it's over and then the next one starts and you're like oh god
1: no Mm -hmm. why
0: it's like right at the end actually going off of what we were talking about the last uh episode with uh what was it like The 2010s pop music and and stuff and stuff. I feel like that those two songs came at the very end of it where they were like trying to innovate it again, but like you, they just kept beating a dead horse. And it's just like let it go. Oh, (laughs) honorable mentions. So, I guess they're honorable mentions. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Dishonorable mentions. (laughs)
0: Dishonorable mentions. Well, no, I don't want to shit on them because they're not like horrible. They're just like
1: you just question why you have them in your music library.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, one of them is uh, Genghis Khan by Nova Rockefeller I know it's Genghis I know but I'm just saying it the American way uh, by Nova Rockefeller I don't know how I found her I think she was dating like that one guy that one like weird white rapper who was that like, narrows it down <laughs> that was uh, he was like underground famous so you ha- a lot of his stuff was on Facebook and YouTube but he never got like Austin. mainstream plays or something Um, kind of the same story for her. A lot of her songs are just like dealing with like mental illness almost where it's just Mm -hmm. like the anxiety and depression of just trying to survive. And for a while, I think I liked it just because it worked with a lot of the books that I was reading at the time because to mention it was like Red Queen and, um, uh, Darkest Minds. So if you read those books, you understand what I'm getting at. But if you haven't, go read them <laughs> <laughs> and you'll understand. And then 210 uh, by closure. I don't even know, to be honest, where I even found that. Um, Run, Kill a Kid. I do like that also another book one that I saved for Outlander. And then I just like I have not listened to it outside of reading Outlander. Yeah. So now I'm just like, well, now what do I do with it? I I don't know I tried listening to it by itself but I don't know I just it's very specific and I don't know where it fits in in any of my other playlists
1: it sounds like it might be another one of those songs that was very much a time and place in your life but yeah it wasn't really applied later now
0: yeah that's fair
1: the band I could not think of before that I I still question is Caravan Palace I got into them I love
0: that name
1: it is a pretty cool name, yeah. Now, they're, they're a band I got into years ago. Not I shouldn't say a band I got into. A band I heard years ago from a, from a girl I was dating at the time. It and it
0: starts off like that.
1: <laughs> no, I can't hear them without thinking of her. No. Uh, they're fine. Their, their song <laughs> rock Rocket For Me and the big one, Lone Digger, with a D. Very much like a... I, I, a I'm theorizing here. I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about them. Actually, it feels like they're like a seven or eight-piece band. They have you know two guitars, bass, drummer, singer, But then they also have like like other random instruments, like like maybe some horns or like some like like violins or whatever. Like it's it's it's. I can't I can't fully describe it because I haven't heard it in so long. Because I still have them on here for like "Lone Digger" is like a really really interesting song. Yeah. That I haven't listened to in three years, <laughs> and I should I should honestly just get rid of them, but I, I haven't for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and and like sincerely, it has not nothing to do with like the girl who showed it to me. Like it was a oh here you go, this is a cool band, I guess. And then we moved on with 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 the day. It wasn't yeah. like a core memory was formed with that with that band. A core memory, yeah. adi- core memory it?
0: achieved. Yeah, that's f- hilarious. Ha- hilarious. Ha- hilarious okay so real quick these are actual honorable mentions here we go uh so if you guys let's haven't hear heard em. yet
1: let's do it
0: secrets came out with a new song parasites here we go uh almost no clean vocals on it uh-huh. it's all screamo <gasps> don't know how i feel about it but they're getting their sound is getting angrier and angrier so i'm just like
1: that's their where's... secret cap they were always angry that's fair ha That works <laughs> on so many levels
0: and last but not least of course the queen of the ethereal uh florence and the machine came out with king and i think there's another one called like my love or our love something to that effect uh both of those are out now so yeah follow us on instagram i'm pretending to post on there i don't know bear with me guys also
1: it might be worth your time in the near future well in the future, maybe not near future, to subscribe to a YouTube channel.
0: And then uh last but not least follow us on Facebook.
1: That's that, that's that's where you're most active.
0: Yeah, that's I'm always on Facebook. So I yeah. I usually post memes, so thank you guys for liking my memes. <laughs> that makes me really happy to see that um sh- share our content, share our episodes, uh keep liking my memes. <laughs> Please. I'm funny. <laughs> what?